Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 18 of The Silent Suicide. I'm your host, Jacole Martinez, and thank you so, so much for tuning in. As you know, I start every episode with a dedication to my beautiful friend, Melanie. Melanie, I love you, I miss you, and I hope you're looking down on me, smiling and laughing. I also like to extend a prayer to those of you listening who may be considering suicide at this very moment. I want you to know that you are loved, you are worthy, and you deserve to live. So before I get started with the rest of the episode, I wanted to let you guys know that I'll be taking a two-week break for the Christmas holiday. I'll be spending it with my loved ones, and I hope you will be able to as well. The next episode to go live after this one will be January 8th. So stay tuned for some great content in 2023. I hope we continue to learn and grow together. So I wanted to end the year talking about just mental health in general. This week, we're not going to be talking about a specific illness or disorder. We're just really talking about how important it is to be mentally healthy, to be okay in our vulnerabilities. So as I was taking down some notes about the million ideas that were running through my head, a couple of them really stuck out to me. So one, the very first word I wrote is the word vulnerable. Now, I know I've spoken in a previous episode that I hate feeling vulnerable. I don't like feeling exposed. Sometimes I don't want everyone to know the real me because those of you who know me personally know that there's a lot of aspects to my personality. I have a lot of different sides. I can be very serious or I can be very funny. And sometimes I really find it difficult to be vulnerable, especially to strangers or people that I don't know well. And it really got me thinking that how many of you listening also don't like feeling vulnerable? And if you're shaking your head yes to that question, Have you ever thought why? Why don't you like feeling vulnerable to others? We all have our own reasons. And I'm really hoping that for those of us that do answer yes to that question, that we really turn that around for the upcoming year. I think it would be great if we all kind of rallied together and taught each other that it is okay to be vulnerable. And that's all part of being human. And it's all part of learning, growing, and making human connections with others. Which brings me to my next point, the fear of failure. Now, before I started this podcast, I had an absolute fear of failure. I automatically thought no one is ever going to listen to this podcast. I will never be taken seriously. And this media platform, it's just not going to be for me. And it boggles my mind that I automatically just defaulted to the negative. And again, 
I ask those of you listening right now, do you have that fear of failure? Are you setting goals for 2023? We all love to make New Year's resolutions or to think about what we want to accomplish in the upcoming year. If you're doing that, are you experiencing that fear of failure or having that negative self-talk of you will never be successful? You will not hit that goal. If you do, I want you to know you're not alone. I am right there with you. There are millions of people in the world who have a fear of failure every single day. But as long as you show up and you do your best and are kind to others, then you're not failing at all. And I really want everyone to keep that in mind. Now, I also wrote down the word struggles. The end of the year, the month of December, is normally a time of reflection. What struggles did you experience during 2022? Did you have difficult moments? Did you have difficult weeks, months, or seasons of your life? If you did, how did you get through them? Let us know what your coping strategies were because we can all learn from each other. And as I've said many times before, this podcast is not for me to become famous. It's not for me to become a millionaire someday. It's about erasing the negative stigma about mental health issues and talking about suicide. I want this conversation to be as normal as, what did you do this weekend? Do you want to go see a movie? Let's go hang out and go to dinner. And I've talked about this time and time again. I talk about it in my personal life. I have made it very well known that that is my goal. And I really think that a lot of people feel the same way. And that's where that human connection comes in. If you say that you're sad, I want you to call me. If you're angry, upset, or you just want to vent, call me, text me, message me. I don't care if it's in the middle of the night, but I wanted to bring up that topic because I feel like human connection is so important to our mental health. I am one of those people that absolutely cherish my circle. My family, my friends, my friends are my family. They are the people I chose to love. And I'm sure that after hanging out with a loved one, or feeling a sense of comfort or connection with someone, that you leave feeling better, that you're a little bit happier than you were before that incident. And then I wrote down self-reflection. So again, that kind of goes back into thinking about what happened this past year. What did I do right? What did I do wrong? What can I do better? in the future? What changes do I need to make in my life? 
again, I think self-reflection is very undervalued because ultimately at the end of the day, it's your life. I am no one to tell you how to live your life and no one should tell me how to live mine. We are all on this journey together and there are a million different ways to be a good person, to be successful, because that's different for everyone. And so after you listen to this episode, I want you to take just five minutes, five minutes to sit down in a quiet space and do some self-reflection. Write down three things that went well for you this past year. And then make another list of three things that didn't go so well or that were struggles for you. And putting it on paper or putting it in your phone gives it life. It makes it more real. And you would be shocked at what you write down when you just sit and reflect on the past year. Now, the flip side of self-reflection are your goals. Do you have a New Year's resolution? I am not one of those people who make New Year's resolutions because it's always I want to lose weight. And by January 2nd, I'm eating bad again. So I can't think of one year where I actually accomplished my New Year's resolution. So instead, for 2023, I'm going to do it a little bit different. I'm going to make a list. If you haven't noticed, I'm big on lists and I love writing things down the old fashioned way, just a pen to a piece of paper. And I'm going to write down goals that I have for myself for the upcoming year. One is I definitely want to continue this podcast and to grow my audience. Two, I want to build and cause awareness to my nonprofit organization, Rise and Shine Foundation. And the podcast and the nonprofit go hand in hand. It's a labor of love, and they were both created out of tragedy, out of absolute grief and sadness. But it's a perfect example of taking something negative and making it a positive. So as you're making goals for 2023, you don't have to be realistic. If you want to go to the moon in 2023, Write that down on your piece of paper. They can be big. They can be small. They can be attainable. They can be absolutely out of this world crazy and ridiculous. But you know what? That's amazing because those crazy, ridiculous goals means that you want more for yourself and that you're going to work towards something. And that in itself is an absolutely beautiful thing. Something else on my list is what inspires you? Again, everybody listening is going to have a different answer. What inspires me is not going to necessarily inspire you. 
my greatest inspiration in life, no matter what the situation is, is my mother. She is absolutely my best friend. I look forward to talking to her every single day, if not multiple times a day. And she picks me up when I fall and she builds me up when I feel broken. So overall, in my life's perspective, my mother is my biggest inspiration. Something else that really inspires me is music. I love music. Now, the music I listen to is very dependent on my particular mood at the moment. If I'm feeling nostalgic, I'll listen to 80s, 90s music or old-time country. If I'm angry, I'm listening to bands like Disturbed or Linkin Park. So I, I take a lot of solace in music. And when I'm feeling a certain type of way, I know that I can put on my speaker in my living room and just sit there and listen to music. And 99.999% of the time, I'm going to end up in a much better mood than when I started. Or if I was happy to begin with, I'll just get up and start dancing in my living room to the music because music feeds my soul. And so the purpose of that little insight into me is if someone asks you, which I'm asking you right now, what inspires you? My hope is that there's at least a couple of things that automatically pop into your mind. And it's okay if that's not the case. It's okay to not know what inspires you. Because you know what the beauty of that is? Is you still get to discover what inspires you. You get to figure out what feeds your soul. What makes your soul smile? And what makes you happy? And the final thing that I wrote down is strength in weakness. Now, that might sound odd to a few of you, and that's okay. But when I wrote that phrase down, I, to be dramatic about it, I had an epiphany that weakness is usually seen as something negative. It's something that we need to work on and change. It's something that shouldn't be happening. But as I wrote that down and sat there and stared at my piece of paper, my mind went, no, that's not what weakness is. There is strength in weakness. It takes courage, conviction, and strength to admit your weaknesses and to identify your weaknesses in the first place. And most of all, to advertise our weaknesses. No one wants to walk into a room full of people and say, my weakness is this. But you know what? Maybe we should, because my weakness might be your weakness, and your weakness might be someone else's weakness. And before you know it, 
we're building that human connection that we talked about a few minutes ago, all of a sudden, we're not so weird and we're not so out of place. You would be shocked to discover how many of us are feeling the exact same way. But there are so many of us, including myself from time to time, that are too scared to talk about it. And one more that I wrote down was the word power. What does that mean to you, to be powerful? When I hear that word, I think of strength, weakness, vulnerability, empathy, and human connection. Everything we've talked about in this episode equals power. And I want you to end this year and start 2023 feeling powerful. And not only feel powerful, but feel empowered. I want you to know that being different really does make you special. It takes all kinds to make this world go round. And we're going to have good times and we're going to have great times. But that's life. It happens to all of us. So I want to know what was your favorite topic that we talked about in this particular episode. And I would absolutely love it if you would share your lists with me. Because again, that keeps the conversation going and it breaks the stigma. So before I end, I just want to say I hope you have a wonderful new year and that 2023 brings everything that you want and desire. Thank you so much for your support and continuing to support me in this journey. I love you and I'll see you next year. Bye. Bye.